We're back. Boom. Wallop. Apologies for last week. I had a rather severe case of tonsillitis, um, which left me in uh, a really interesting state of constantly shivering, being really, really hot at the same time, and hallucinating. So that was fun. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Even rage. Fresh meat. Hi, rage. Right, right, fresh meat. Oh, well, at least you're better now, mate. That's the main thing. Yes. Although I'm quite tired from the weekend because obviously I was at NAE and running around. So. Running around? Was there running? Uh, there was a bit of running. There was a bit really? of running. Uh, I'll tell you the story about the running in a little bit. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm worry. just I'm sweating thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, nonsense! Oh, you, you, you could poke that. Oh, running, honestly. <laughs> oh, oh mate, sorry. hello, mate. It's been a while. Any new purchases? Uh, for me, no. Um, I did find my mosquito head cover today when I was doing a bit of tidying up. Oh, nice. What's the other thing I found? Oh yeah, I found my new, I found my um, drinking horn, which I'd lost a long time ago, made by the guys from who done Game of Thrones, no less. So, yeah, two finds, not two purchases, so how, but a couple of finds. So how did you manage to like? That, that, I well, mean, that's quite a unique thing to have something made by the same people that made stuff. Well, from it's, Game of Thrones. I essentially found out the the guys, the the prop company that made them, and they've got a website that you can buy these from. So I went there and bought one. Oh, oh, oh. So it's like one piece of horn. However, it goes together. And then obviously they cut that piece, make the stand, and then the older drinking horn goes in there. It smells a bit no. funky though, because I had red wine in it a while ago and I haven't cleaned it out, so I might have to get a little bit of um bicarb in there. Yeah. Sort that out. <laughs> it's a bit like Dan's knife and fork set at the moment, like the inside <laughs> of this the inside of my horn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, it just it keeps itself clean, surely. It's it's, it's a savory flavour. Yeah. Hi, Stip. Hi, Harry. Hi, Mark. Uh, Rage says, neither of you bought the Maul C1 Repro. I haven't yet. Um, I must admit, I've been looking at it, but then I've been spending quite a lot of money on um, riffs recently. Not, um, not the only thing. <laughs> not the only thing. I have also bought some other stuff as well. Um, but no, I, I am interested in the Maul, re- the, the Maul Repro because it does look pretty cool. Um, but then I also haven't got any green eyes and stuff, so like the, the IR laser is not the most useful for me. <laughs> but, True that. Um, no, but I did buy a uh, another one of the Russ Camo um, Gilly setups. Even the Mr. Kettles. So, this is a little vibe. They're great, mate. Well, They're great for the price of them. I mean, what are we looking at, Mike, for them? 30 quid? I think it was like 35 pounds. Um, mm. And then there was some about postage. This one's got a bit of a weird smell to it. It's it's one of those smells that's like, it's not a nice smell, but it's like that kind of. Just you just can't stop it. because you, you've been sniffing it a lot whilst we were off air. So I yeah, reckon I you secretly quite like it. I think it needs a wash. But um, nah, anyway, yes, yeah, so I've got that. that. So um, I'm planning to, uh, following the um, Skills and Drills episode where we discussed ghillie suits and the like, um, hoping to get that over to Ed. Maybe he might be able to That's um, That hood's made by Russ Camo, mate. Look him up on eBay, Russ Camo. Yep. So if you actually search the username Russ Camo, um, it'll come up. Um, I think yeah. it's called the Chimera hood or something like that. C-H-I-M-E-R-A. That be Chimera or Chimera? Might be Chimera. It might be some awful pronunciation on my part. Who knows? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> um, so I bought I bought that, and then I also bought a uh, backpack cover as well. Um, following Even the James. event, uh, or whenever it was last, um, we were running around with sort of like day sacks on, and I did note that whilst I had the ghillie hood and stuff like that, um, you could quite very clearly see the backpack behind me. So um, they do these little uh, backpack covers. Um, that's cool. See, I didn't even know they did that. That's wicked. I love that. So, 
that was nice. a little uh, thing. And it's got a little pouch in there that it folds straight into. So, I mean, that's that's one of the advantages with these. I've lost the pouch for it. Harry Badger, I, I won a TM HK417 in a comp. You lucky bastard, Harry. Love Wait, that. What? Oh, yes. What was the competition? Give to a... win a HK417. Yeah. This is awkward now because there's a waiting period where Harry, I, Harry I don't quickly think, like, YouTube is like Harry's just like uh, typed it, put like... his phone back down, grabbed a beer and gone, Oh shit, they've asked me a question. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we'll fill, we'll fill for the time being. We'll fill. Yeah, yeah. How much, Hi, the, uh, how much is the backpack cover, Mike, for the um, the Russ Camo stuff? Um I can't remember. I think I don't think it was any more than thirty five for Rubbish. like um like each. So thirty five, thirty five. Oh, okay, fair enough. Oh, okay. Oh, oh expected they'll get a backpack. It time. might be cheaper. cheaper. I can't remember. I've had tonsillitis since then. Oh, um, here we go. Oh, and he's frozen. So I'm going to take the piss. Oh, no, he's I'm back. 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 <laughs> uh, Harry Badger says 19.99 for the ticket. That's pretty wicked to win a TM417 for yeah. that. I mean, fair play, mate. And is that a keeper, Harry, or are you going to... You know, sell it on. Are you going to keep hold of it, or what? What are you going or to give do? Give it to your friends at November Foxtrot, or give it to your friends. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Any friend beginning with L who does a who does a podcast. Even in Gaz, Gaz has been a long time, mate. Hope you well. Yeah, hi Gaz. Hope you doing well. Airsoft compositions um, on Instagram. What's that for, Rach? Or is that supposed to be airsoft competitions? I don't know. I like the idea that there's an Instagram account called Airsoft Compositions, though. It's yeah. like it's a compilation it's like of all Monet and Picasso is made of like <laughs> airsofters. <laughs> could well be. Rage yeah. could well have gone all arty farty on us. Big huge. <laughs> Who knows? This, this is all good weight where we're waiting for people to type. <laughs> huge, um, huge canvases just painted with swish everywhere. <laughs> oh, why do you wind him up? I, um, I bought a load more swish actually. Did you? Don't show it on yeah. screen. Don't show it on screen. Gaz <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, I'm all good watching in the truck on my phone, ready for the weekend, Lance was out. Yes, Lance, let's talk about yes, this. Yes, mate. So you've got an event coming up this weekend. I have indeed. I have indeed, mate. Yeah, so I'm going off to an Arabs event this weekend. Um, it's, I can't remember the acronym, so do apologise. But it's the, it's it the territory. Sure it's, refer to it as Arabs. it's the siege at zero Bravo, Quebec. So it's a set. Uh, it's a gunman site, Eversley, Hampshire. It's their alpha site. Um, and I'm going as a civvy pop, believe it or not. No MTP for me, no um, op four. So I'm going. Um, I'm going as a, as a civvy with some Larry shirt and a, and a sparkly bum bag. Airsoft rants and bants society. That's the one. Airsoft rants and bants society. I must have write that up there. I need to get some acronyms printed and put them above there. Um, so yeah, I'm going to look forward to that. Actually, really good. Um, a little bit uh, reserved because I'm not sure what the sort of state of play is going to be as a civvy pop on the ground. So like I said, I've never done it before, so it's all new to me. So I'm, I'm excited for that because it's going to be another little uh, little feather in the cap. So yeah, I've done that, enjoyed that, or mm, not for me, but at least I've given it a go. So um, yeah, me and Mr. Kettles from Zulu 13 Punishers, we, he's coming along, and Marcus, obviously, he's uh, he's heavily involved with the event, so um, he's going to be uh, in the team as well. So there's a three of us out of our lot going. So it's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Going down early Saturday morning, and obviously it runs from when the game kicks off Saturday all the way through till Sunday. Um, and it's quite a good, um, the way they've got it set up with um, obviously the civvy pop, you're only going to be using sort of civvy rifles and things like that. Certain things can only be used at semi until you've seen a gun tech or to, until you've found this like weapons smith 
if you like, until he's upgraded you and things like that. So I'm reading through it. I mean, we'll post a link of the actual event. So um, I can't remember all of it because it's very detailed and it's been fabulously put together. What I've read of it, it's just, like, fantastic. You know, there's these, there's these weird rounds that sort of cause paralysis until you've got a like a like an EpiPen to bring you back in or within 15 minutes, if you haven't had it done, you've got to go and get to see a, a specialist medic to get um, sort of re-energised and stuff like that. So it's a little element to the game which makes it a bit more fun. So, um, but yeah, no, really looking forward to it, mate. Bit of civvy life uh, for the weekend with my white socks and sandals on. So, <laughs> still toe cap socks all the way. Yeah, no, it's going to be cool, mate. Yeah, be cool. Nice finally to get the gear, get the gear back out again and get it loaded up. So, um, yeah. Because you haven't been out in a little while, have we? I haven't been, mate. No, I've had to, unfortunately, I've had to miss a couple of events for family bits and bobs going on, uh, uh, which has been a shame. Um, but so, yeah, this is what my first one back out for a, for a while now. So, um, good to get it back under my belt and then obviously we've got the octo one coming up in no october november i think which would be a oh, I can't make that start one. of the new series well you're at dover aren't you and i'm i'm, I'm there. at dover that weekend yeah with you're ai dover. i'm there so. yeah that's it so um yeah we're all over the place spreading ourselves on the ground but yeah. Um, but yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to this weekend it's gonna be good to go out again i've got all the gear out of the loft it's all downstairs in the hallway she's like raised her eyebrows and rolled her eyes at me like Ugh. i'm like that's all right sorry it's got to some bits Gaz says, don't forget the hanky for your head, mate. Absolutely, What's mate. Yeah, hanky? not knotted hankies all the way. Because because I'm guessing because of my socks and sandals. Ah, gotcha. As I, am a, gotcha. as I have my CV, I have no idea to... No idea I was just sure if dress. there was like some sort of special dress code dress code for the event where everyone's got to have a hanky on the head. Me and Gaz, uh, we're tuned in, mate. We know we know, we know, know what it means. When the man comes to town with a knotted hanky on his head, we know what's, we know what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's about to get real, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> what about yourself, then, mate? How was the weekend? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I was just going to dive in the comments just, just very quickly because Harry Ooh, yeah. says, uh, weighs in at four and a half kilos with no attachments. My arms ache. I might as well have got an NMG. So, oh, well. yeah. If you and, don't uh, want it, mate, I, I'll have it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a go. See how I get on. And, uh, just while you were talking just then as well, I um, I was doing the... I'm back for this Airsoft competitions and apparently it is actually an Instagram feed. Um, I can't I can't show you the rest of the feed because there's quite a lot of guns on it. Um, but I think they do sort of fairly regular draws and stuff. So uh, if anyone's interested in that, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you're a dirty bastard, but that really made me laugh. That is. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! When a man comes to town with a hanky on his head, put your bikes away before he sniffs the seats. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That was the first nice. thing that came to my mind as well. <laughs> Whenever I see a man with a hanky on his head. So, yeah, in terms of my weekend, um, I was at the National Airsoft Festival. Uh, represent. Yay. Get the uh, patch. So I've been going to this since 2015. So I've now got a little collection of these. Um, get one every year. So that's quite cool. Um, yeah, spent the weekend. Um, that's almost a full set of coasters, isn't it? It is a full set. Well, to be fair, table. they're not all that shaped. So they used oh, they're to be not. square. Oh. So they used to be square, and then they changed it. I think it was like four years ago they changed it, or four festivals ago they changed it, because obviously mm. COVID and stuff, it didn't happen. Um, to that shape, so it's completely messed up my patch board now, because I had them like going down the sides, and then sort of now they're staggered. Bloody so, NAE, you rubbish yeah. patches. So, um, but no, it was a good event. It was a good event. Um, unfortunately, I was like late down on the Friday, because I had a wedding um, where all the weddings have been postponed. I was like, I can't really miss the wedding. But then I had to be at NAE no. by half past 11 because um, otherwise they lock you out. So I was like, oh, peg it down from like Hythe to Southampton in two hours. That was fun. Um, 
But yeah, what, time you, what time did you arrive on site then, Mike? I got there at eleven thirty, pretty much. Um, Eyes hanging out your head. Yeah, about. pretty much. Um, my brother very, very nicely had put my tent up for me. Um, well, I say my tent up, like we were sharing a tent. Um, mm-hmm. But he put my bed together and stuff, so I literally just had to sort of fall out the car into that. So that was quite nice. Um, and yeah, so basically, um, we went to um, have a little play in the morning, the sort of normal event. Um, I think it's something in the region, sort of three thousand players. For those that don't know. Um, is it a big site? I mean, how big is the acreage like then for the site? Oh, it's a massive, massive site. Sorry, Dave has just jumped in the chat. He says, I always have to put your tent up. No, you I don't. <laughs> to be fair, he did. He did that in the last Octo game. He was at the last. He did do it in the last Octo game. But if you remember, the you, tent... was at, you was at something because you had to turn up late. It's quite a, quite a pattern I see forming here. <laughs> well, you know, when you have the, the assistance, uh, um, it'd, be, it'd be the next event. It'd be like, oh, I've already done the wedding one. I've done the party. Uh, uh, uh... <laughs> Dentist. <laughs> Turning up loads of cotton water. Yeah. Um, I I don't know the acreage of Ground Zero. I'm just looking it up very, very quickly. Um, it's a massive, massive site. Don't just search Ground Zero because you will get um obviously the the twin towers and stuff like that. Um, but Ground Zero Airsoft is the one based down in Ringwood. Um and they they do have a website if anyone's interested. Lovely part of the country. Um it's very nice down there. It's uh, I think 150 acres. Oh, not bad. Their game site. Um, and they've got all sorts of bits and pieces there. They've got uh, various forts and buildings and prisons and stuff like that. Um, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put my own head head to it. <laughs> uh, I do actually have the ability to block various comments and delete users and stuff. So, but I won't do that. Um, very nice, is it? That'd be a bit rude, um, but yeah, no, the site's got all sorts of like really funky bits of like scenery and stuff like that. Um, so I mean, at one point you can be in sort of dense pine forest, um, another point you can be in like dense rhododendron bushes and ferns. Um, mm. they've got obviously various areas sort of set up with actual kind of um, like base areas, like um, I think there's the burrows, which is kind of just like a general low level. I'd say the burrows is more what you would expect from like a normal skirmish site. So it's kind of like the low level, like wooden palisade barriers and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but on top of that, they've then got like a proper breeze block, two story fort there with sort of corridors, internal um, sort of rooms and stuff that you can sort of fight through. Um, they've got, I mean, there's, there's a village area that's apparently just made out of loads of sheds, um, like old sheds and little cabins and stuff like that. So that's sort of that's quite, cool. quite nice to fight through. Um, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen the full site because it's such a vast area and there's so many people there that it's kind of, you don't really get to kind of witness the whole thing. But if anyone ever does a mill sim at Ground Zero, I would love to do it because I reckon it'd be a right laugh. Mm. Um, you know, you've got that level of acreage and stuff like that. You've got just the ability to properly patrol for vast distances without potentially yeah, seeing that's, anyone. That's, that's what you need, actually, um, rather than doing sort of laps of a, of a game zone or an area, is to, mm. to be able to actually get out on the ground and actually do, like you say, do an actual patrol of a certain grid sort of thing like that and move along sort of thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the sort of place that you can genuinely get lost. And it's where orient, a lot of the orientation comes in, um, you know, with like GPS equipment and stuff like that. You know, I can really mm. see that playing a part. Um, I know that they've got restrictions on pyro, um, I think there's sort of a, a risk of like the forest burning down and stuff like that. So I think well, yeah, that's, that's understandable. On that. um, but honestly, I'd love to see a mills in there. It would just be absolutely cracking. Yeah, um, nice. But no, it's a good event. So we did a bit of um, airsoft in the morning on the Saturday, uh, and then Saturday lunchtime, you've got the normal 
um, sort of festival side of it more. Uh, so you've got the beer tent with the zero uh, one shop attached to that. Um, and then you've got a number of other stalls. So bumped into Tag from um, Kydex Customs. Um, I'm just name dropping now. Uh, Finchy from Finch Embroidery, Finchy Embroidery, Finchery, something like that. Um, he does lots of the patches and stuff like that. Uh, who else was there? Yukapa were there. Um, oh, blimey, there's just loads of people there. There was, there was actually quite an interesting You bumped into Ed, took... didn't you? You saw it. Did you I bumped it? into Silly Gilly as well. Yeah, Silly saw him. Um, there was quite an interesting stall where they're actually advertising proper World War, well, not World War II meals specifically, but like reenactment ones. Okay. Um, so as part of that, you actually, I need to find out a bit more information because I think it'd be good to get them on the podcast. Um, but it sounds like you, you don't need any sort of World War II or sort of replica kit or whatever. You literally just rock up, um, almost just with a, a spork and then they, they will kit you out with everything you need, all the food and everything like that. Um, wow, that's wicked. So you then just go and do the event almost like, you, you, yeah, it's like hiring a, hire, hire a milsim kit for the weekend sort of thing then. Yeah. Um, so I might try and get them on the podcast because I think it'd be quite interesting to have a chat with them. Yeah, I'll be yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, there's all sorts of stuff there. There's um, there's obviously the raffle that they do as well. Um, so each player has a unique player number. Um, and at the end of Saturday, they they normally sort of get everyone together at the, the kind of the main congregation area, uh, and they read out a load of raffle tickets. And uh, if you win, then you win various prizes. So that was pretty cool. Um, one of our team. Um, one free entry to next year. Um, oh, wicked! Nice. So that was pretty cool. I mean, that's what what like a hundred quid a prize. So I mean, you know, they're not small little prizes that they give away. Um, no. That being said, this is the first time since 2015 that I think we've actually won anything with the people I was with. So it's quite a small <laughs> sample group. Um, but you know, I I wouldn't pin your hopes on the fact you're definitely going to get a prize. Um, but it's pretty cool. I mean, it's all included within the price and everything like that. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then they've also got, um, again, I, I don't want to teach, like, sound like I'm sucking, teaching people to suck eggs, but they've also got uh, like the, the little um, sort of first and second story um, shooting range sort of saloon area there. Um, so you can just basically go in and have a little range on your on your rifles. I think they've got one set up for up to sort of 70, 80 metres. Um, so, you know, it's quite a reasonable size range. And they've also got the... Uh, <laughs> it's Kieran. Kieran was the one who won the uh, the, the free entry. So it's oh, me. He literally, stuff. no word of a lie, he was so excited. He literally threw his hands up in the air and just went, "It's me!" <laughs> <laughs> and then he was pegging Wonderful. it, absolutely pegging it towards the front of this thing. And everyone around is just having a right crack because, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> it was just hilarious. Just ultra he excited. Stopping. He just kept stopping because they were like they, they were saying, "Oh, does anyone actually want to claim this?" Because we were quite a way away, and he just kept stopping to throw up his hands again, going, "It's me!" <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> there must Karen. be foot, there must be footage of that, so because they usually do a lot of filming, don't they? Don't they for a lot of the well, promos? I'm there is, we unfortunately didn't have that. a chance to because we were just in absolute stitches of laughter. <laughs> um, but it was yeah, pretty funny. Nice, so, Fair congratulations, mate. Good on you. Yeah. Um, there's some in the chat there's some frontline events limited it seems to be oh that might um, be the one yeah 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 uh i did take a picture of their um of their flyer well the reaper uh, boys are doing cool. a, um, a reaper the reaper boys who we had on like the other week are doing them um, the uh falklands style event down in the welsh valleys i believe in december according to uh, so uh, fresh meat saying there so and it's the same company so whether they're i'm not sure if they're getting kit from them though i think they're taking their own kit 
Um, but obviously, I was, I'm guessing um, sort of 80s kit is more readily available than 39 to 45, if that's what the event was that they were advertising. So, um, yeah, be yeah I mean, to the, see one, the one that we had a flyer for, um, which was quite a good flyer, actually, because it said, join the fight in list now, um, in both American on one side and then German on the other. Mm-hmm. But the German side was actually in German and stuff like that, so that was quite cool. You're right, yeah. it is frontline event. Um, I'll just give their website up quickly. Nice. Evening, Andy Bob. Hello, my poppets. <laughs> <laughs> Our kit, but they think they have some if needed. Oh, okay. So, right. There we go. Yeah, I'll kit the things. Um, yes, I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, could be a, a, a different take on Milsim. I know we've always done fairly modern ones. Definitely, um, definitely. It could be something to check out. Um, I, again, <clears throat> can't load their website because it's got... Uh, no, it doesn't have loads of guns, it'll be fine. Um there we go fingers crossed <laughs> yeah i just got to be really careful because i don't want us <laughs> to get our uh strike. because top news top news we now have a hundred subscribers on youtube so thanks everyone for uh subscribing to us on that it's pretty thanks cool you, everyone. I'm, not lie. I'm pretty excited um i haven't yet worked out how to get the unique url i'm still working on that one um <laughs> after all this he can't do I know. it it turns out it's not quite as simple and there's no <laughs> contact email to ask them for help um I think they just have to decide, but um, yeah, this is frontline events. Oh, saw a little rifle there in the background, Mike. Not gonna lie. Uh, so, him are committed to bringing you quality historical airsoft experience at a range of premier sites in the UK. Uh, imagine visiting a museum, however, not looking at exhibitions, but living them, bringing history to life. See, so, I, I love that. Yeah, I love the the history and that. So that for them, that's so that that comment there has just sold it for me. Well, I want to do one. Yeah. Need to do so one. if anyone's interested, check out that. I'll leave the little link in the um in the the, the link below uh, for people. Um, but yeah, it was a really good event. Um, really enjoyed NAE as a whole. Um, usually go back every year, if only just for the bit of socials side of it, really. Mm, um, yeah. I know you were so quite from a, from a game, you didn't make it. I was, mate. Yeah, I was totally gutted. Yeah, I mean, there, we had this um we had a party um, to go to that had been cancelled a few fair few times, and it was that weekend. And I, I know. I'd agreed to go, um, but then this party came back up, and I was just like, oh, I can't not go because they've cancelled it a couple of times because COVID and and things like that. So it was sort of like, no, sorry, mate. Next year I will, hundred percent. But I was gutted I couldn't make it. I was gutted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, I mean, the, the, we were planning to have like a big flag. I bought a six meter flagpole, um, but Lance still has all the flags. So I wasn't able to fly the flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, Lance and Mike's logistics have been absolutely outstanding. Where. <laughs> Pole and I had the flags, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Next year, next year there'll be a fanfare. <laughs> oh, so, but in terms of loadout wise, because obviously this is this is sort of a, a part of sort of kit review show. Um, I went with a oh, what did I wear? I wore woodland, US woodland, U-backs and uh, trousers, tactical mm-hmm. trousers from Helicon. I think they were the SFU next trousers um are quite like those um i've actually lost a bit of weight it would appear um all my kit was slightly oversized so uh that was that was quite good uh and there yeah the sort of just went with my normal um plate carrier the multi-cam plate carrier Uh, it did get quite hot it yeah the warrior dcs uh it did get quite hot um i tried wearing the whole uh (laughs) cam cream uh that usually rubs off quite quickly um at one point i wore my edge 
I, well, I was wearing the HI Pro um, for quite a lot of the event. Um, and then I suddenly realized that I put the cam cream on with my mesh goggles on. So with the iPro, I just have really white eyes. So I was like, oh, <laughs> that's fine. I can fix that. Yeah. So I started rubbing the cam cream in around my eyes uh, and then basically got so sweaty that the cam cream started running into my eyes. So fogging wasn't the issue, just the stinging, burning sensation of cam cream <laughs> in the eye ducts. Um, <laughs> so that was pretty painful, but yeah, got through it. Got through it. You must do a little bit of a class on, on cam cream and, and etiquette with cam cream because you seem to suffer, Mike. With, with applying, applying, getting injured by it, <laughs> yeah, and getting shit and also, versions and of also it. just generally for some reason looking like I'm blacking up every time I put it on. <laughs> like, um, there is a photo and I refuse to show it because it is pretty bad, but it I'll does it. just look like I've just literally just blacked up for the event. That's yeah. that's you know, that's how it, I attend. It looks like of... matey in Tropic Thunder, basically, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and to be fair, it wasn't like that, I was wearing quite a lot of green. Um, but for some reason, I don't know if it was the contrast on the photo or whatever like that. It didn't pick out any of the green. It just picked out all the brown. Um, <laughs> so that was quite quite difficult. So, uh, but yeah, it was good. Mahogany furniture. <laughs> They've just been polished. <laughs> it's like proper Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> but that no, was a good event. Um, I'd say my brother David, Kieran, and Matt. There was the four of us that went um, from um, one of my other teams, the Stag. Um, yeah, it was great. Good, good fun. So what was the what was the gameplay like for the actual airsoft inside of it? Because obviously everyone loves the social and the and like the stalls and the stands and the, and, the, and like all the uh, all the uh, airsoft companies that are down at the side. But what, the actual gameplay itself. So how did it fare with like um, obviously starting the game Saturday morning? Um, you know what was the kickoff point for it and sort of like what was the scenario like based around yeah, the, no, the actual airsoft event? Um, I mean the the way they start the events is usually let off a whole load of pyro, which is usually quite interesting. Um, mm. In this particular instance, they let off a load of rockets, one of which went off about five foot above the ground. <laughs> and these Ooh. are big rockets. Um, so that was very loud. Um, but, I mean, the site is so expansive that basically the, the initial kind of kickoff of the game is just, right, you've got to get out there and just form a perimeter. Um, with the vast site, you get quite a lot of different topography and stuff there. Um, so there's sort of key points that you can hold and sort of, you know, that that kind of, roughly is your defensive perimeter for the day um right. the the missions span from all sorts of things so there's like little select, um, secret missions and stuff that they kind of release there and then but you've also got timed missions where if you're in a certain location at a certain point um marshals will sort of rock up in a, in a hilux and just drop off a laptop and you have to then collect that and take that back uh to your sort of main base so it's sort of like objective retrieval type missions Okay. Um, the site's littered with um, uranium rods, which I think are just sort of like big wooden dowels painted fairly bright green. Um, so if you collect enough of those, you can nuke enemy bases, um, which kills oh, off a whole cool. load of players, which is pretty cool. Um, I think there's missions that involve blowing up melons and stuff that they set up at various camps as well. Brilliant. Um, uh, there's packets of drugs to collect and things like that. So it's kind of the usual sort of skirmish type um Mission style, you know, I mean, there, there aren't really kind of anything too unique in Airsoft. It, it, it generally tends to be sort of the same style of event. Mm. Um, but a lot of them is sort of like holding areas for a certain amount of time. And because you've obviously got a lot of players and there's a lot of space to work in or play in. Yeah. Um, you can you can sort of do some sneaky, sneaky stuff. So um, me and the guys, we basically had this, this brilliant idea that we were going to try and sneak around, attack the enemy team. Um we managed to get to the top of this ridge and we can hear somebody saying, right, we're going to head down the head down the valley, cross the stream, 
join the other side and then we'll, we'll go that way. And we were like, oh, shit, you know, we're basically right in the middle of this. So we pulled back. Um, and my God, it was like Hacksaw Ridge. I'm not even kidding. Like the num there was like 150 of the others coming the other way. There's four of us. Like, <laughs> so Shit. we we sort of hid up in the ferns and we sort of tried to let them pass. Um, but they were literally just coming in a big wave. So you know, there was there was no way that we were going to avoid them. So we, we sort of opened up and sort of tried to take as many out as we could. And there's us thinking now oh, there might be like team of four, team of five, something like that. You know, we might be able to sneak through. And literally, they just kept coming and kept coming. And I am not even exaggerating. It was probably about 150 people that just Bloody came, hell. walked past us. It was like, oh, well, we had no chance. <laughs> Christ. So you had a little engagement, and then it was obviously sort of like team wiped and then back to respawn. Yeah, so sort there's, of um, there's sort of dead zones around the around the map. Um, I think it's like a five-minute regen in those. Right. Um, and then I think general ethos is that you you leave your dead zone and you kind of rejoin your lines and then you're back in the game. Um, <clears throat> there's a little, bit, it gets a bit stalematey. Um, I think just where you've got that many players playing in close pro, pro, in close proximity, you're going to find out that you know you you end up with these real choke points and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that being said, there's always opportunities to sort of flank and stuff, and you do find that there's the kind of normal amount of skirmishes there that. Just it's the classic of everyone's hiding behind the same tree, all shouting at each other to move up. It's like just just move <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. Like push forward, push forward. Yeah. You push forward. Yeah, it's always the me. person, it's always funnily enough, the person at the back shouting at you to move forward. Like, <laughs> all right, fine. Um so we were sort of pushing through and sort of diving in hedges and stuff like that. So there's there's quite a lot of opportunity to uh, be a little bit sneaky sneaky. So it's good. Nice. Oh, good stuff, mate. Good stuff. And yeah. that was did that so when did the game go through? It obviously didn't go through the night, obviously, because it's a bit of a, a bit of a festival event feel to well, it. Isn't there? So, yeah. So there are night games. So on the Friday oh, there night, is. there's yeah. On the Friday night, there's a pistol game. Um, well, Friday afternoon, there's sort of a pistol game, pistols and shotguns, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I wasn't able to make that because it, it stopped at half eleven. Funnily enough, um, on the Saturday night, there's like a night game, so you can get out there with your nods um, if you're fortunate enough to have any or, or thermals or anything like that so you can sort of have a little play around with those um but for the most part yeah the, the, the main game sort of effectively runs i think from sort of 10 till half four i think is the rough sort of timings right okay um but it's so continuous throughout that time so it's, a bit of a blap and then come back and yeah. sort of chill sort of thing nice yeah so it's, there's no sort of like you're not out for all that time you can literally just dive in and out of the game as much as you want so, okay um it's quite nice as well i i, I quite like connection there we go um i quite like meeting random people and i got to meet a few support gunners um because i'm running around with my little featherweight m249 absolutely loved it um and then you've got all the guys there with like the big mg42s all hpa'd up and stuff like that so i'm sitting there just like blah, 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 and they're just like reply <laughs> <laughs> nice so, yeah it's good if anyone else by the way in the chat because i realize i've just been blurring at everyone um if anyone else kind of did go to any i saw that um alicia and barry gun uh apologies if I, I mispronounced that i saw that you went um if you've got any cool stories then by me share it on the chat uh apparently got 200 200 thousands of drugs it's pretty cool okay drugs that's really like that Fair play. Yeah. and then yeah, he said we got stuck on the hill yeah. yeah so there's um there's one particular hill um for those that know apocalypse um you know you've obviously got the hill on the approach to get up to the main site um this is maybe three times as steep as that <laughs> no it's, really it's it's proper it, it, it's a proper called heartbreak ridge no word of a lie I, it should be called heart attack hill 
um, because it it takes so much effort to get up there. <laughs> like you are not storming that hill quickly. Um, is there dugouts along route? Is there? Is it barricades? Yeah, so, no. Like so there's nothing. Way. There's nothing on the main slope, but there's dugouts at the top. So that literally, if you're oh, up there, yeah, anyone yeah. approaching on that that side, you're fucked. You're never getting up there. Um, but then you can get all sort of sneaky, sneaky around the back because it's quite overgrown and vegetative around the back. So it's sort oh, okay. of various routes that you don't have to just take the, the kind of Head direct A to B and get the shot. Forlorn hope face. or something, as it's called, and then yeah. the forlorn hope <laughs> straight in there with a the flag. Like, oh god. <laughs> Uh, a laser and Barry Gunn said, "Yeah, the night game was excellent. Some guys had LMGs with a tracer. It looked like a laser. Nice, mm, cool. What if it was Dell from our team? It might have been Dell. <laughs> that's a beast. That is M60. <laughs> oh, hi Sherwood. Thanks for joining. Um, what, chaps? Oh, Mister Silly Gilly's in the chat there. Hello. How was your secret mission, Mike? Oh yeah." I, I need to drop you a message. It was good. Um, that was the one where we basically had a bit of a problem in that we uh, we we ended up facing 150 of the others um, coming the other way. Literally, it was it was this many people and the entire like senior support team um, for the the other team were all there. They're all like we could have taken out everyone if there were just more of us. <laughs> But it didn't work. <laughs> if we only really had fifty more people. <laughs> I know. I was so frustrated as well with this because um, is there, I, was there I no way of like maneuvering so you can sort of like put them into a bit of a choke point? Like, well, this is the thing because there was a stream running at the bottom of this little valley. They'd have had to come down the other side, cross the stream, and then come back up. So I pulled us back from the the kind of the ridge line into the into the foliage with the theory that we would hide and let them pass because we didn't realise how many of them there were. If I'd have known that, you know, there was going to be a lot more of them there, I think we probably would have held the ridge line and then just picked them off as they tried crossing the stream because they'd have had a lot more to contend with. Yeah, um, yeah. Water because a lot of the players, a lot of the players, they're not Milsim players necessarily. They're just like, you know, they're there for the event to have a bit of fun. Hmm. They wouldn't have been wading through the stream and stuff, so they would have had to have stuck on the other side with limited cover. Right. Um, okay. So we we could have had quite a nice little choke point, but uh, I think I would say we fluffed it. Personally, um, oh, well, hindsight good. and all that, yeah, we'll yeah, well, it we'll is hindsight, next. yeah, we'll next time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Ed said it was a super interesting map, loads of different environments, yeah. I'd be interested to know how you got on with your ghillie, Ed, because um, it's a, it's quite a varied uh vegetation there, right? Um, okay. Is it a lot, of, is it is there large sort of chunks of like wood block for like pine forest and things like that, scotch pines and things like that, or is it, yes, yeah, so you've it, got is a lot mostly of pine open forest and stuff. No, you've got a lot of pine forests with them um, sort of low-lying, say low-lying, it's probably about two or three feet of ferns. Right. Um, but then you've got other areas that are massive, like rhododendrons and bushes and sort of bits and pieces and like proper overgrown where you're... If you, you can get through some of it, but you're properly having to sort of crawl through all the branches and bits and pieces. Right, um, okay. Oh, nice. And then you've got sort of just wide open roads as well. Um, so because it's like an ex-forestry area, because um, mm. down down in the new forest. Um, well, they've probably got the fire breaks there as well, which turn into yeah. lots of trails themselves, don't they? So you kind of, if you pop out on the road, you can see from quite a long way. Mm. Um, so again, you're sort of having to like weigh up. Well, it's a lot quicker walking on the road, but visibility is a lot more. Sort open. Of thing. Yeah. Um, well, did you have the use of vehicles in that there? Was there vehicles cutting about or? So no. So there's most of the vehicles that were there are kind of support vehicles for the events. So you've got sort of quad bikes with waters on. Um, Sort of marshals and that roaming around, sort of dropping bits and pieces off to various places. Right. Um, the Delta team, I think, do have two Land Rovers with like turrets on top. Um, because I've come up against that before. We did manage to sneak into the Delta team and then uh, got a blitz. 
I'm back. back. We got obliterated by the Land Rovers that we weren't. We didn't even know they were there um, until we found them. So uh, that was fun. But not fair play. Yeah. So what about um, your? Um, so what about little? So what about base camp for um, for for the Fraser brothers? In what sort of what sort of um setup did you go for there? Did you sort of rough oh, it or so did you go it was, Persian Palace glamped. again? Yeah, we just glamped. <laughs> so we had a big, big family tent, um, cot beds, I had a ten centimeter thick roll mat, um, loads of loads of sleeping bags, all of that. It was it was it was pucker. A uh, little gazebo on the outside. Um, oh. Kieran and Matt had their tent on the other side of that, and you park your cars nearby. So loads of storage and stuff, all that. So that was quite nice. Oh, cool. So um, you could get your vehicle up to where your campsite was. You didn't yeah, like, have a massive yeah, car park yeah, you had to drag all your kit from A to B, sort of thing. Pretty much family camping, I would describe it as. Um, oh, nice. So it's yeah, so. sort of relaxing that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get enough people together, I think you can rent your own portaloo. Um, Result, that'd be a touch. So <laughs> that would be a little bit of a touch. But I mean, yeah. I think it's like 100 quid. So I would probably say like a tenner is a reasonable amount for somebody to sort of contribute for your own private portaloo. I don't know um, if I want to share a toilet with my team. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a pay of winer and have my own. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. They're all very, very clean gentlemen in our team, aren't they? Well, no, I would agree with you. On no, that they're, they're not. Actually. No, they're all fucking animals. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a live yeah. lie. There. I don't think. Oh, I don't think. To be fair, I don't think our team's unclean. I think it's just the amount of meat we consume doesn't really do us any favors. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, meat and the, the, a couple of packets of biscuits, brown. But then there wouldn't yeah. be any need for the toilet then. So, you know, no, exactly. you'd, you'd just have to be a, a a large deposit when you got home. But yeah, yeah. it's not talking about um, that. Ed was saying there's, there's oak woodlands, open pine forests with height ferns, rhododendrons. Uh, check out my spelling. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Airplay, good stuff. I like, how he, I like how he said, check out my spelling and then spelt ferns wrong. <laughs> oh no, hang on. High ferns. I think it's yeah, height. high wrong. Height ferns. Height ferns. <laughs> <laughs> uh Nick said definitely decided not to sleep cold and have a sleeping bag emergency. No, I um I uh I did take that sleeping bag, but I took another sleeping bag to sleep in inside that sleeping bag. I actually ended up being too hot, which was also worse. There's no cleans in some people, Nick, is there? No, Absolutely, well, no it just gets sweaty and then you're like, I don't really want to get out of it. It's a nightmare. So So what did you get? So um it, what bag was it that broke at the octo? Was it the Corinthia or the Snug Pack? It's Snug Pack. Right, and you've replaced um, so, that now, have you? So I bought a snug pack uh, base camp, which okay. is the big bouncing bomb one, which yep. is perfect except it's massive. Um, so it's it's not going to be going in a Bergen anytime soon, um, unless well, the it's base camp extreme. Yeah, it's it's a big it's a big old bit of bit of kit. See, I've got the base camp extreme one. If you've got a different variant to what I've got, then because mine goes in the bag in my Bergen in a bivy bag, okay. I mean, it takes up a bit of room. No, don't get me wrong, but. I mean, you can certainly yeah, get some well, more kit um, on top. We're, so, a bit of a pre prelude, but um, to next week, we're going to be doing um, sort of an autumn kit review. Um, so, I'll, I'll get both as a comparison and we can, I can show mm. you. Um, but I'm most likely going to be buying another one of the one I had before um, because Ooh. just size wise, the, the, the massive one is, is just massive. Um, right, okay. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's, it's proper good for, for temperature wise. Mm. Um, but. There's and what was your base layer? Was it were you, were you in like, like a joggers in the top, or was you like just like boxers and t-shirt? Or uh, so I was wearing a tracksuit. And you're going to tell me off for this for being in a sleeping bag and clothes, but I was wearing a tracksuit, tracksuit shorts, and a t-shirt. Um, more to be fair, just if I needed a quick piss in the night, I didn't have to faff about getting clothes on. I could just sort of like 
you know, just mm. grab the wooby, throw that over the top. But I was in a um, season one sleeping bag. Um, so it's just like a really kind of thin, just right. This is like a little kind of... Uh, Almost like a bag liner then sort of thing, really. Yeah. So just, I was in that. And then I got into kind of everything else. And then I had the wooby over the top of the jungle blanket over that. Um, and I did get a bit hot. Right. So. It sounds like you would have done, yeah. I mean, I mean, that Octo event, I used my base camp extreme bag there uh, with the snug pack jungle bag inside it. Um, and obviously, like we said before, it was minus five, minus six overnight. And I was literally in um, socks, boxers, and a T-shirt and toasty, proper toasty. And that's just in a basher as well. So the either end of the basher was open to the elements, you know, frosty beard in the morning. But yeah, good as gold, yeah. nice and warm. Stop wearing jogging bottoms in bed. No, I know, I know. It's just to protect myself, isn't it? Um, <laughs> just protect myself. It's protecting yeah. from what the Germans. <laughs> yeah, Elaser and Barry. I, 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 I'm assuming whoever's commenting is uh, probably Barry, maybe or Elaser. I, I don't I know. know. Um, I'm taking my 14 year old daughter next year. The event. Oh, here we go again. Oh, I've got to get it sorted out. Um, I'm taking my 14 year old daughter next year. The event was a blast. I took two cases of beer and drank only one, as the beer tent was cheap, and we got pissed there. Passed there. Yeah, pissed there. Um, yeah, yes. this is the thing. I mean, the um, the prices are pretty reasonable there. They do a, an amazing um, slushy, the energy drink slushy with a shot of vodka in it. Oh, um, fair play! But the food, the food as well, is absolutely banging. There's um, the, the best stand. So yeah, with prices is wise, then is it is it like completely ridiculously priced? The food stands and stuff, or is it quite? I mean, it's festival prices. Um, okay. it's so charging through the notes. Of... No, I mean, it's not. Well, yes and no. I mean, um, oh, I'll see if I can find a picture of it quickly. Um, the Giros that they have there, I, I, I apologise, I don't have this easily to hand. Uh, I don't think you can make that. So you get this massive plate of food. Um, so you get nice. all like the... Oh, I did it. <laughs> it was tasty, I promise. <laughs> Look. <laughs> oh, my, that looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. I promise you. Um, you get no, basically it's um, a load of like donna donna meat uh, on like kebab um, on pita bread. Sorry, with chips, lettuce, uh, tzatziki, uh, and bits and pieces like that. So that that is good. And that is, I think, it was fourteen pounds. So yeah, as long as you got a fair old whack of it, that ain't too bad. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that is a proper meal. Um, there's a burger van there, so for I think it was a half pounder, it was like five pound fifty. No, fair play. What about um, what's the with the campus Are you allowed to barbecue fire pit all that business, or is it no fire? Yeah, and... so it's all. Um, I mean, I've I've never had a fire pit myself, but I think it's all sort of keeping it off the ground. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. I mean, uh, there we go. It's just chipping in. Um, <laughs> it was good prices. I thought I had a Greek kebab, made the whole airsoft. It's good exercise. Completely pointless, but oh well. <laughs> Look at the kebab. No, the kebab so, is yeah. amazing. Wacky great Donna kebab. Oh, so I'll, I'll run that off. Not tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Andy says a posh boner kebab, <laughs> a posh boner kebab for fourteen pound. You got mugged. No, it's really good. I'm, I'm it wasn't. You. It wasn't a boner kebab. Yeah, it's, it. it's one of the reasons I go to NA. Is wasn't that, that kebab type of festival, is amazing. <laughs> that's that's that events next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a different event, bud. You're supposed to keep quiet about that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Andy also said, Mike on the hundred bags, he can't fit a sleeping bag in. I can get the sleeping bag in a bag, just to clarify. It's just I can't get anything else in the bag with it. It's just. It's is this the new bag? Is this the base camp extreme then? 
Yeah, it's the big the big sleeping bag. It's a big bag. I I, um... kit, I've taken all my kit downstairs ready for the um for the weekend. But um, yeah, I'm going the the, well for this weekend. I'm going um I'm going Dutch Army. Dutch Army nice. this weekend. Uh, Mr. Kettles and uh, Mr. Urban have got their ones as well. So we have three Dutch Army. Are you going to join them all row. together? Oh, I'll join them all together. Do the do the weird tent tunnel thing. The the the, the tent centipede. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that was a movie, wasn't it? Centipede. <laughs> oh, oh, the centipede. No, that's horrendous. I'm not doing it. No, no. Yeah, but I'm I mean, to be fair, if we did do it, warm, my tent's yeah. not going in the middle. I'll tell you that. I'm not going to be middle centipede, man. <laughs> I'm going to be. I want to be on the on the on the extremities. You want to be the head or the anus of the centipede? <laughs> Oh fuck off! No, don't make it weird. It's um, they're essentially tents that you can zip together, and that's that's as far as it needs to go. There's no, there's no connotations in amongst any of that. What we just said, yeah. But anyhow, stop it, all right? So we'll take in the Dutch army. Um, I've got my big event sort of tarp with the two poles either end that we can sit out and have a bit of a bit of an area around us for outside. If, it, if the weather's a bit foul, I'm not sure if it's going to be or not. But um, you know, we're in the UK, so anything could happen. And again, it's obviously packing for that as well. Waterproof jacket, obviously civvy, so like a dark grey sort of colour civvy jacket. Um, and you know, it's, it's quite refreshing. You not have to take camo kit with you in that as well. You know what I mean? It's just like a yeah, just a civvy making his way through a post-apocalyptic Britain. Um, esque. So, what are you wearing? Thing. Are you going sort of t-shirt and? Yeah, well, trousers, I suppose I, I've got. Um, I'm, I'm taking my plain sort of coyote tan trousers just in case. Well, I'm hoping to be just get away with wearing some like some sort of. Sort of shorts or some combat shorts or sort of like a plain sort of utility short type thing um i think we've got some hawaiian shirts that's set up we've got some sparkly bum bags um there's definitely talk of knee-high white socks and sandals so um should be rocking a pair of nike Air jerusalems throughout the weekend not a fault which is always good um and yeah just a basic um non-civilian looking civilian because you would never yeah. wear what we're going to be wearing out anywhere ever Unless she was a so complete like, lunatic. It's, it's just going, it's like taking that civilian role and just going, oh, yeah. you'll be over the way of yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to look as unmilitary as you possibly can yeah. <laughs> with a little bit of camp thrown in there for good measure. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Me and Mark would just be like John Barryman and Louis, Louis Spence just wandering around the site. <laughs> Fabulous! <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, that's what we're going for. And obviously, obviously um, not armed either, as well, but um, secretly, shh, not armed. Yeah. Bits. But like I said, I'm looking forward to it, because it's, it's all different rule sets and things like that. And <laughs> It's just said to a stag do look, Lance. Yeah, pretty much, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, civilian means stag do. That's exactly it. <laughs> I've got a banging pink camo t-shirt, if you want that. Oh, lovely, yeah. No, might be a little bit too right, so Fred, for me, but... <laughs> but yeah, sort of a basic civvy look, and, but obviously they're packing, in case the uh, weather does turn, I can sort of bring it back down to earth a little bit and just sort of dole down the colours and uh, get some waterproofs on. Uh, pack a some extra yeah. kit as well, just in case, it, like you say, you do get minging up. And uh, I've got the boots going in the car and uh, some bits and bobs like that. So if I do have to change out the old sandals, hopefully you won't have to, do you know what I mean? But the, the weather might yeah. say, no, you're getting out of that outfit because you look ridiculous and start raining on me. and be like, oh, okay, the weather's decided for me. <laughs> so you're not taking, like, it's not any plate carriers or anything like that. It's literally just... <sighs> I'm trying. Do you know what? Um, I think they, they, they in the rule set does say you can use like a plain plate carrier and stuff like that, or a plain chest rig. But I sort of thought to myself, well, as a civilian, I wouldn't have that. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to go. You know, you can use a rifle. I've got a pocket there. I can put a mag in that. 
I'm not going to have hundreds of mags. I'm a civilian. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I might have come across the rifle, and I might, might have, luckily, I found a couple of mags for it, and that. So I'm going, I'm sort of going to try and play the part as, as you would play the part as being a civilian in this sort of like this town that you've been allowed into that's got a police force in it that's sort of uh whether they're sort of okay or not okay i don't know yet but they're sort of like four factions so you've got like the the uh the, the army side of it the blue four nato if you like you've got a police um police force you've got a civilian team uh militia slash militia and then you've got like a medical team um of actually dedicated it's all post brexit post covid type thing so there's like um there's been a but the outline of the story basically is is um uh like you've got in the US local governors so the basically mm-hmm. the the UK government has handed control to the to the to a main person within the postcoded area uh but they've government have also removed all private um, all public services so you know law enforcement medical care and all that's been removed and it's down to that local postcode to keep those things in place themselves and govern themselves and it's a bit archaic and, and things like that. So some, some things have gone wrong. So that's sort of what we're going into. So, yeah, it's, it's something completely different that I've never done before. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I'm it's looking forward to it. I might be explaining it as, as, as best as I can, but it's a, no, it's a it lot to read good. up. And a lot well, to I, don't, I don't want to kind of, I don't want to probe too much because obviously the event's still to come. And exactly, it. yeah. So I'll uh, be yeah. a full sort of like full debrief the following week sort of thing once I'm back from it. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited yeah. for it because, like I said, I've, I've not done it before, so I can't really comment because... I don't know whether I'm going to get it right or not because I've never played the role of being like a civilian team and you know how, how do you sort of conduct yourself. But um, I, I'm guessing I could just sort of like goon around a little bit, really, just be a bit. Yeah. <laughs> are you finding the um, the prep for it is a bit different? So I mean, I'm not not like kit wise, but in terms of like understanding like the briefings and like uh, maybe there are no briefings. I don't know. Do you maybe know, do it's... you know what? Um, no. Well, to be fair, I mean the boys like the main all the higher ups, um, uh, the Andes and the Waynes. Um, who are running the event from from our sort of perspective? Uh, they've been really bob on with like you know we've had a WhatsApp group running for a couple of three or four three months now. So I think it was postponed and put back, um, obviously for obvious reasons. Um, there's a, there's a Facebook page dedicated to our team and bits and more. There's loads of information, loads of questions being asked, and obviously questions getting answered and stuff. But I mean, it is a lot of information to take in and sort of try and keep up with it. Obviously, doing day to day stuff as well as trying to grab that ten minutes and just. Like, going back through messages and sort of trying to keep up with it, which is, I found that a bit difficult, if I'm honest. Um, mm. But um, in a civilian role, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, it's um, it's tough. I, I find it, I, I found it easier to prep for a NATO event than I have for this event. Because I think NATO, it's pretty much black and white. Do you know what I mean? You'll need this load, you'll need that, blah, blah, blah. Whereas civilians are like, well, you can't use that because uh, until you've done this, you that doesn't bring that type of weapon into play yet. And you can't wear that uniform because it's, You've got to use this. I mean, I mean civilian, the, the loadout essentially is you're a civilian. So that, that's yeah. sort of simple. But when you're sort of going to airsoft and you think, right, fuck, do I, my comms, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. See, I'm just taking a radio. I'm not taking a headset or a uh, or, or, or an ear mic or anything like that. I'm literally, I'm a civvy. You know, I've, I've, I've got a radio. <laughs> this is how I use my radio as a civilian. It's like, hello. Huh? And that's it. That'll go in my pocket or, or, or luckily enough, I'll have a belt clip. I can clip it onto something. But yeah, that's, that's how I'm going to rock with me. Um, with me, uh, with my comms is just being a civilian having a handheld road. I'm not going to have a massive Bowman or a set of earmores or or three and pelters or anything like that because you're a civvy. You wouldn't have that, you know. So I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go civvy. <laughs> no, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'll be interested plan. to hear how it goes because I mean I was planning to attend this one. I'm sort of a bit disappointed I can't make it now, but. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it does look does look interesting. I mean, are you, are you picking out like, any characters or anything like that as well? Because I mean, I guess you're almost playing like the 
the story of the event? You're, you're kind of almost... Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I'm guessing, um, depending on what we do, and if, if we are given any sort of taskings, if you like, during the event to carry out, that would obviously then potentially open a doorway up to something else within the event. If we if we if we successfully achieve that goal, or we don't, then you know the, the story, the pathway could change and go, you know, left or right. You know, mm. do you know what I mean? I'm sure there's sort of things like that to come. You know, there isn't a great deal of, um, not a great deal has been said yet of what's expected of us. You know I mean, we know why we're there. You know, we're we're in this area to sort of like try and restart and sort of rebuild ourselves. And you know, there's there's, there's sort of things happening in the background. But um, as opposed to like what our actual objective is um, for the entire weekend, you know, that that's something I'm guessing that's going to unfold as we go, depending on what we do, and obviously how we interact with other play other teams within the event. You know, and obviously how they how they react to whatever it is we're doing. You know, I'm guessing that could change it. So. Yeah, it's cool. Like I said, mate, it's it's, it's going to be something completely new for me. I'll, the uh, you know the shoes going to be on the other foot for this one totally. You know, I'm used to standing there and you know dripping in multicam, going get back, motherfucker, get back, my chuckbook, yeah. motherfucker. But now I'm going to be <laughs> I'm, now I'm going to be the other side of that going, hey, can't shoot yeah. me in my arm. I say the op four. It's like the civilian side of it. It's not really op four. Does does sort of appeal just to. Oh, Phil! Just to mess Australia. around with you. Good evening, sir. Oh, hi, yeah. Sorry, mate. Cut you off there. That's all right. Just, I was just like, "Wow, that's cool." Mm. Morning. <laughs> good day. Yeah, good morning. Good day. Good night. <laughs> Don't start um, that. Yeah, so that's Philip. Philip leaving the stream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it feels like oh, fuck, here we go again. I haven't heard that one before. Um, but yeah, no, in terms of like, in terms of like the civilian side of things like that, I guess it is kind of. I mean, you've obviously got to play within the remit of the event and stuff like that because obviously people spend a lot of time coming up with storyline and stuff like that well, this is exactly, it must be yeah. quite good fun just to kind of like you know go wander around with a silly accent and you know well, I, mean, that's why, I mean that's why I like it I, I love doing that sort of stuff anyway because I did, I did a couple of events where I've sort of just picked out random characters and stuff so but yeah. to run that as I a mean, whole I mean going as a civic so like, like I said I mean I've never I've never played a civic role before um, for for a weekend event, so it's going to be cool. I mean, I don't know what's sort of expected of us, how we're going to sort of like coordinate and conduct ourselves throughout the day, um, doing bits and bobs. You know, is it is it going to be more difficult than playing a NATO part? Poss possibly. Like I said, you know, it's when you're when you're blue four, whether you're up four, um, it, it, nine times out of ten, it's very regimented. Do you know what I mean? You'll get a task in right for for the next two hours. You and your section are doing this. Um, after that, come see me. We'll get a debrief. Um, you'd be on downtime or you'll move on to something else. You'll be your QRF or something like that. It's like, right, okay, cool. Right, I can plan now. Now I can plan. Now I can do yeah. this. Guys, this is what we're doing. Give my team a little brief, blah, blah, blah. But then when you're a civvy, it's just like, uh, we're going to get a burger. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to expect. And I guess that's why I'm yeah. sort of pretty excited for it because I don't know, I don't know what, what to sort of, not to, what to do, but, you know, I guess it's, in a way, yeah, I suppose, you know, what, what do we do now? You yeah. know, I, I guess that's the cool side of it. I know the um, with some of the civilian stuff like the rules of engagement. Obviously, I, I'm I, again never having played. I don't know kind of what um, establishment that you kind of get in advance of an event. But I know it's always like the rules of engagement for NATO is always a complete pain because you're like, oh, you're just going to pop around the corner and shoot me in a second, aren't you? Like you, yeah. you know it's going to happen, but you can't <laughs> shoot them first. So yeah, so, yeah. you know it's, you're stood there as NATO thinking at uh, any minute now, you and you're sort of waiting for it. And it's like. Uh, Engage now. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. 
You see him walking down the street, can't you? Like his two civvy lads, and he's just sort of looking around, sort of looking at eyeballing you, eyeballing it. Then yeah, he just appears in like, the doorway. Then he's like, it's like, like, oh, like, got massive coats or something like that. Just, mm. yeah, that's it. Yeah, walking around like a really stiff leg, like there's nothing in my jacket. The best one I saw was there was, um, it was one of the Legion events down at Lid. Uh, the civilian forces kept moving this milk crate um, from the front door of buildings. And we were like, oh, I don't know, that milk crate, there's something about it. So we, we confiscated the milk crate. It turns out they were just moving the milk crate as far as I can gather. No one's uh, confirmed this or not. But we were like, that milk crate's suspicious enough. Yeah, bring it bring it, bring it, it in for questioning. Yeah. <laughs> now listen so, up, uh, milk crate, right? <laughs> Uh, to be fair, it was a bit of an awkward conversation when we got back to the base and like the commanding officers like, "Why have you got a milk crate?" It was yes, suspicious, it I promise. Just <laughs> pulling the pulling the canvas cover back on the four and a half ton, or expecting to get some prisoners there, and you're like, Ta-da! "Enemy intel, enemy intel, go, go it, to yeah." It's a milk crate of max destruction. Can you not see? Yeah. <laughs> it says, "I prefer the civvy role," but they rarely get gillies, or they rarely let gillies on that side. I guess so. Oh, I think. See, I think I read in the rule set. Now I might be wrong, but I, my understanding is correctly. Uh, if you're carrying out a sort of role of reconnaissance or something like that as a civvy, you're allowed to use a ghillie suit, but you're not allowed to do all day gillian if you like. So once you've done your bit, if you have to go and be a bit sneaky, sneaky, you get a photograph or you know piss someone off in the bushes, you can chuck your ghillie on for that. But then you come back, you've got to go back in civvies, which I sort of get. You know, that's a fair one. You know what I mean? Mm. Be a bit odd, like me and Mark walking down the road in our um. You know, Hawaiian shirts with sandals on, and then Ed in the middle with full ghillie suit. Like, <laughs> but still in a Hawaiian shirt. That'd be amazing. But a Hawaiian shirt, like really buttoned up over the top tight. This like, is my mate Chewbacca. He, uh, he's got a growth problem. <laughs> he's just got back from holidays. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes Brilliant. a point. You go bin bag, ghillie. Yeah. Big, is, it, uh, is it an urban site you're going to? I don't know. It's, it's the Alpha site, Government Eversley, the Alpha site. So I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with it. I've never been there, so I couldn't tell you. I think it's got some settlement stuff that's been built there. I, I, I'm sure there was talk of like a Viking village and a, another village oh, or town s sort of type thing. Your yeah. That's a bloody good shout, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, mate. I could do, couldn't I? It'd like be the broken one. It's just got the one. <laughs> or I could drink out of it. Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. <laughs> Which is what it was meant for. But yeah, yeah, I could talk, I might take the horn actually. Yeah, have a little sup and a, a clay tankard or something to, just to pour into, staggering around the ice street. Yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Sound drunk. Yeah, could just keep Mark Fives in it, really, couldn't I? <gasps> oh, sneaky, oh. sneaky. Um, are you going to the uh, the Octo event? You've got an Octo event coming up as well, don't you? Yeah, that's at Battle Lakes. That is. I'm not going to say Scimitar 3. It's a different one now, isn't it? I'm not, I'm lost. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, don't on-the-spot me like that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, um, I'm just like, was, uh, yeah, I'm going. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Sorry about that. But yeah. it's a Battle Lakes, yeah. and it's in October, and it's the next part on uh, to the series, which just finished at... Oh, bugger. What's that one called now? What was the one near Brown's Hatch? There was that one, and then there was yeah. the one... No. Oh, no, hang on a minute. I missed the one at Battle Lakes. That was the one I couldn't attend. I can't remember. I wasn't there either. Scimitar 3. Ed's just filled Thanks, Ed. Okay. Yeah, Thanks, Ed. Nice one. So I missed the one that was at Battle Lakes. Obviously, I couldn't attend that for family reasons. Um, but I will be going to the next one, which is in October. Uh, I'm not start, sure. Ed. It's just 
Scimitar 2? He's now just writing he wasn't even something. There. He's just writing names and things that just ignore <laughs> Silly, silly gilly. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, I am going to another Octo event and I think it's in October. There's lots of Octo in Octo, October. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure. I'll look no, it up. That's cool. Double check, but I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure it's then. I might be there, Lance. Oh, I might be there too. I know. Um, Barry Gunn. The, re- the reason I asked is that Barry Gunn on Facebook put a post on to her. Vanquish Scimitar. Fuck off. What is there? Is there a tear up happening in the chat? <laughs> well, they're on different chats. Fresh beats on. Uh, oh, on fresh beats on YouTube, then... of course. Scimitar. <laughs> it's like Ed's just told fuck off, Scimitar. Fuck off, you vanquish. <laughs> That's how I'm reading it. Obviously, it's not, but that's how, that's how it looks to me on the screen. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, nice. I think it's at Eversley as well. Oh, so the Octo one's also at Eversley. Okay. So am I getting a little cheeky look at the site this weekend at an event for the Octo? Oh. Yeah, because, yeah. Is there room left? I don't I know if there is, Andy. But by all I, means I, think the tickets, I think the tickets went on sale 24th or 25th of August. Uh, that complete complete bullshit. I'm sh- but I'm sure, I'm sure there was something come out about the tickets are now live for it. Whether there's any I'm space. The November Foxtrot podcast where we don't have all the information. We've just got some of it, and the rest of it we make up. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have all the information. We have got a little bit of information, which is probably wrong. We've got just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> there's, but there's just enough there to warrant saying it. <laughs> so oh blimey! Oh, hang on, let's just have a quick look at the Octo website. So you asked, if you hadn't asked me this question, we, we, you know, we wouldn't have got ourselves into this hole. That's another fine mess you've gotten us into. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble anyway because I'm probably using the wrong website because I know Gunman changed it, didn't they? It's a film sim, isn't it? They do all their stuff through Film Sim UK. Yeah. Battle Lakes, is it? Yeah, Battle Lakes was where the last event was. Whether it's there or no, because someone's already said it's, it's at the Eversley site. Oh. I'm in Eversley. Oh, no. We'll have to look up, guys, and we'll put something on our page if uh, a link yeah. to it, if there is. I'm sure there is some tickets left over for, for one of the Tizit type tribe armies. I think there's some few tickets left on that, but we'll sure let you know. Yeah. Yes. Um, a bit of news from us. So we are, um, we've been, I'm assuming we're okay to talk about this, Lance. Uh, yeah, we were going to talk about this yeah. lot. Um, so uh, we obviously spoke a little while ago about running our own little event. Um, we are still trying to do that, um, but the logistics and time frames of it, what with clashing with everything else, um, we're struggling a little bit. Um, so we can't quite do the event that we want to do. So what we're going to do on the basis of it's for of our, our birthday party, so to speak, is that we're going to be having like a little small invitational event. So it will be limited numbers. Um, it's sort of a little private site that we're hoping to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will be picking a few names from the chat that we sort of see fairly regularly and sort of asking you guys if you want to join us. Um, it, it's not going to be the, 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 the full thing that we wanted to do, um, but we're hoping we can kind of get our asses in gear and do that next year. Um, COVID yeah. causing a bit of a problem. Me having a baby is causing a bit of a problem. Um, you know, everything else just happening is causing lots of, lots of stuff basically happened at once. <laughs> and it's like we've not got any time to organize this how we want it to go. So, um, um like Mike said, it's going to essentially be uh, some of the nearest and dearest, if you like. Um, you know, that sort of follow this. I didn't want to say that because it's it's sort of like we're, we're shunning certain people. No, but no, it's, no, it's not. It's just a thank you from us to, to say, like, the guys who've been on it for 
who've watched the podcast for a while and, uh, you know, have supported us and stuff like that. And it's just a little private gathering um, with a little bit of shooty bang bang, bit of plinking during the day, and then, you know, bit of meat on the barbie and a few beers in the evening. Um, yeah. Just as a bit of a social get together more than well, anything. But then obviously, next year it's going to be uh, a better one. Because we will, we will be sorting out something bigger and better next year. Yeah. Um, we've got lots of exciting plans in the pipeline. Um, but it's Absolutely just a bit sucky at the moment because I'd love to, I'd love to do what we wanted it to do. Um, yeah. But we can't. So, um, oh, there we go. Ed's got, I can confirm that Octo 8 event is called Operation Vanquish. Operation Vanquish. There it is. So, Vanquish. Almost, almost like the comment that came in from Fresh Meat uh, five minutes yes. ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fresh meat's on it. Sorry, Ed. Yeah. Fresh meat beat you to it. YouTube, the YouTube side is uh, is winning. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for this month. Uh, this month, this episode. Um, next week we are say going to be talking about um autumn kit. Um, sort of what we're sort of planning for with some of our autumn events after the burning summer we've had. Yeah, transitioning into autumn, so it's time to dust off the autumn gear and. Uh, Bring it out of the cupboard, and if it's not out already, yeah. <laughs> because of the weather we've had has been shit. Not been great, is it? <laughs> no, so it has not. I've been to the gear. beach once this year. I've been to the seaside in once. To be fair, you can still go to the beach in the rain. No rubbish, crap. No, <laughs> no. The rain's yeah, the rain outside my front door is the same as the rain at the beach. There's no need to go there for that. Yeah, but as soon as you get when, as soon as you come out of the sea on a sandy beach, the first thing you do is you head to the showers to wash off all the sand. Then you don't have to do that if it's raining, do you? I don't. I'll just roll in the sand and stay there. Oh, okay, fair enough. Like a sculpture. I can't stand sand. I find it gets everywhere. I don't. Do you know what my favourite seaside beaches is? Like a, a pebble beach, but then sand in the water. So you're not walking out the. You're not sort of like coming out to see like Michael Jackson in Thriller. <gasps> yeah, trying to get up the shore, but then because of all the pebbles, that but then once you're up there, you can get your jelly shoes back on. You remember the old yeah. jelly shoes, sparkly yeah, ones. Jelly shoes. Yeah, I got a pair. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> so you can walk. So you can walk back up the beach like uh, like Daniel Craig from James Bond. And yeah, in, in, in your seat, jelly shoes. In my jelly shoes. Absolutely. <laughs> he had jelly shoes on for that footage. I love you know. Absolutely did. Check. Yeah, I watched the I watched the making of it. He had to wear these weird jelly shoes so he could strut. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Don't get me wrong. I like a sandy beach, but I like it more for like metal detecting and stuff like that. That's quite good fun. You'll never see me yeah. in Crocs, Gaz. Crocs, man. I've come that close <laughs> to buying the camo Crocs. That close once upon a time. I'd like to point out, Nick. I think it was Nick sent me a absolutely banging link to a uh, multicam or camouflage umbrella hat um, that may or may not be appearing in our Christmas giveaway. Oh, uh, this is a surprise for me. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh, there's some interesting nice oh game. camo camo crocs though that'd be an interesting one. They are out there, lurking. Yeah, and they can stay out there for all I care because they're not coming in my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But yes, yeah, so, uh, so to recap, then we will be in touch. Um, I mean, obviously with as many as we can for this uh, for this little private birthday party, jelly and ice cream, pointy hats, and <laughs> whistles and stuff. Um, but obviously, like we said, if you don't hear from us, you know, don't take it personally. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. Crocs and milk oh, compatible. compatible. Oh, M-Lock. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Damn, auto crit. M-Lock Crocs are milk. I thought, I thought, well, yeah, I mean, until I saw the correction afterwards, I was like, 
Oh, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> How would you know they are compatible thanks, with milk? Thanks for contributing, Harry. <laughs> Harry, you're the best, mate. Yeah. yeah. I reckon he's, I reckon carrying that 417 about has made his hands go a bit like a bit Jeffy when he's writing stuff. <laughs> And on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it all to it. So, um, yeah, next week, awesome kit. Um, and thanks, everyone, for subscribing. Um, again, I promised I will never ask anyone ever again. Lance might. I won't. Um, so, but thank you ever so much for subscribing to our YouTube channel. Um, feel free. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so at November Foxtrot. Oh, no. Nofo chat at hotmail.com or November underscore Foxtrot underscore Nofo. Facebook is November Foxtrot Nofo. And YouTube, you can search us on November Foxtrot. And when I work out how to do the custom URL, that will appear in this link below. Um, until then, Magic. I uh, refuse to do it because it's still a long string of letters and numbers and it's it's hard to say. Um, but thanks for getting to the 100, boys. We, we did it. No yes. more asking now. No more asking. No. That's it. You promised. Ed, Ed's, here. So Ed's here for the reveal as well. <laughs> and you said, I promise, and if I do it, I'll buy you or or pay for you to do anything. So no more now. Yep, that's Shh. it. No um, having said that, please don't unsubscribe as a funny joke because it won't be funny for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, be, I'll be getting a phone call about half an hour ago. You'll never believe what they've done. Yeah. <laughs> they've left us. Yeah. They've been bastards. abandoned. <laughs> Just been waving oh. Mike down the phone at me. <laughs> Right, so yeah, um, if anyone else, uh, if you, if anyone has any ideas for episodes, by the way, feel free to throw them across. We are currently in the process of working up a new uh, program. Um, we've got some exciting things planned. Um, mm -hmm. As we're coming towards the end of our first year. Yep, so this is episode Woo! 44. Um, I think we first aired 1st of October, something like that. So we've got like literally a month left until we are one, um, which one. is quite exciting. So um, we're hoping to do some exciting things on that episode. Uh, as well, I don't know if we'll have any giveaways. I'll we'll have to have a chat with might have to do that. That, that. that birthday episode might have to be on a Friday night. Oh, it might be. I don't think <laughs> I can do a Wednesday. I don't think I could get into the spirit of celebrating on a Wednesday with a, with a bottle of Diet, diet Coke. Other, yeah. other fizzy pops available as well. Um, yeah. but you know, what I mean, works, we'll works on that. But, uh, cool. champagne. Oh, I might, I might genuinely have to buy some party poppers in the hat. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah. Sounds so, good. Cool. Right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us this week. Thanks everyone for your uh, commenting and obviously getting involved in the episode. Um, oh, I can't find it quick enough. There's the little duck that popped up from uh, Joe. Oh, yeah, Mr. Duke. Mate. Nicely done. Oh, you like to put that up. There we go. Joe. Joe's little duck. Thanks, Joe. And um, cool. Right. Well, we will see you all next week at eight o'clock. Beautiful. Say goodbye, Lance. Goodbye, Lance. See you later, guys. Oh. <laughs> I just saw Gaz's comment. I'm there Saturday morning, mate. I can't make the Friday night. So. <laughs> oh, right. Let's, let's do that again. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, Lance. Goodbye, <laughs> Lance. See you later. <laughs>